One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and t shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV's podcast 388. Terry Miller, the disc golf guy, alongside Johnny V. and I, I want to be referred to as Johnny Skipace V from now on, I think. No, I don't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I guess, I guess if that's what you need to do. No, just I, I mean, I'm all about the promotion now. Yes, so you are. I'm a master of uh, Skipace promotion at this point. You know, we're, uh, we're doing really well. <laughs> um, I'm about to retire from everything and just... Oh. Thank yeah, God. Everything. Thank <laughs> God. Yes. You are, I'm not saying you're overdue, but... I'm, but I'm overdue. Well, uh, we'll get into a little bit more, break down what's going on over there at Skip Ace. Um, I'm not going to lead off by saying I'm disappointed to be here or to be next to you, but my original life plans had me landing in Thailand tonight, and instead I'm here with you in Wisconsin. It's, that is absolutely a disappointment. I'm not saying you're a disappointment. I mean, you kind of are, but... But you are. <laughs> uh, big shout out, of course. Missing all of the uh, friends and and what feels like family over there in Thailand, over there on Koh Samui. Uh, Luke and Nigel and the entire crew, everyone that's involved over there. Uh, the Samui Swine is taking place this week. They're going to have amateurs, I believe, on Thursday and Friday, and then pros on Saturday and Sunday. I think that's the... Uh, whatever it is. It doesn't matter. I'm not there. So it's not as exciting as it would have been but uh, we have a quick turnaround of course next weekend is going to be the all-star break we just got done with maricopa and with all the travel and then some of the restrictions and additional hoops to jump through it wasn't really practical i worried that by the time i got there and quarantined quarantined it'd be like two days later i'd have to turn around and come back to quarantine and come back um it's understandable international travel right now is very difficult it's i'll be curious to see how we're how the whole situation looks towards the middle of the season when the pros are looking at going over to Europe for the European Open. Are we going to be are we going to be past what we're dealing with now? Will be there some will there be something new? Uh, none of that stuff I I really am sure about. So Yeah. Well, it uh all we can do is wait and see and hope like you said whether it's June, July, August somewhere in that time frame, that's when we'll uh see what it looks like. I got to meet Sanders, I believe his name was from uh Norway this weekend. Uh he was here. I think he said he was an exchange student. He was out in Maricopa and uh he talked about then being back in Norway by the time the event rolls over there and we'll see if that all shakes out in uh in in the plus for all of our uh players as you were just saying. So 
fingers crossed on that one. But welcome, everyone. Uh, excited to get at it tonight. And in just a few moments, we're going to welcome our first guest. But um, overall, awesome time in Arizona. We'll get into that later. One of the people that I ran into, mm-hmm. none other than our two-time world champ and now DGA-sponsored professional, Katrina Allen. Hey, Kat. Hey, what's up? So, like, you're not you don't play golf. You just go out and spectate. Is that what you're doing this weekend? You're like, oh, there's a B tier going on. Let's see what's going down. <laughs> uh, well, with the announcements and all the excitement and hiding in fields and not really getting to play a competitive round, I thought I would just come out and support instead of start the season playing a bigger tournament three days after announcing or two days after announcing. So I guess that brings me to my first question, seeing as you bring that up. How long have you been able – well, first of all, how long have you been hiding? And how long have you been able to kind of test out the plastic a little bit? Obviously, you you couldn't be out in public. We've talked to some of the other pros about that. But how long have you had a chance to throw it? Um, I have been – you guys hear me? Yeah, you're, 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 you're freezing up just a little bit. You're a tad choppy but. on your end. Uh, your audio is, okay. for the most part, good. Do you want me, want me to – Get off the Wi-Fi, see if that helps. It's up to you. Yeah, if if, if the okay. Wi-Fi there is cruddy, then try uh, the 4G. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. It's Austin streaming again, is he? Okay. <laughs> He's playing World of Warcraft again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no better, huh? Uh, no, no that's, that it, seems to be... Yeah, it'll, yeah it'll, we'll, we'll yeah, roll it with sounds that. sounds all right. Yeah, you're doing good. Okay, awesome. Um, okay, so we got to Arizona in January. And I had already signed and knew, and so I've been hiding since <laughs> January 3rd. Now, I was just going to say, say... Does that mean going out to fields and throwing, yeah. like looking for places that nobody's around? And, you know, <laughs> you're finding you're kind of like, hey, let's pull over. Here's an open field, Austin, <laughs> this side of the highway, underneath the, some power lines. Like, how do you find places? There's a big desert out there. <laughs> there is a big desert. Big D in the desert, nonetheless. Yeah. Um, how, do you just <laughs> avoid golf courses at this point and look for open fields? Yeah, so luckily, like three minutes from our Airbnb was a field that somehow, even though I went at like the same times every day, I never ran ran into disc golfers, and I just bring a basket, and Austin and I would just throw and putt, and yeah, no scares, nothing. Nice. Yeah, you got same be... exact place, almost same exact time every day. All right, well, don't don't let don't let anyone you, know. Somebody right now is listening to this, going, "Oh my god, I saw her! That's who was in the field!" <laughs> yeah. Like, there's never been a basket and then there. I would go to Los Olivos in Phoenix, uh, like, kind of even before the sun was up, like as the sun mm. was. So there's nobody out there yet, and I try to leave like as soon as it was completely light out. So let let's uh, get I I'll say even to those specifics and say w- what was with the time frame and the timing was it you know you said that it was January was it a matter of getting uh, promotional stuff put together why was there you know a little bit of that delay and the fact that you were you know obviously trying to keep this a secret but why was there that delay what, yeah um yeah I guess it was just uh, I signed later in December. And we were just getting everything done. I mean, we enjoyed the holidays, um, Christmas and New Year's, and then got back to work after that. And just deciding where I was going to fly out to to do the promotional videos and uh, making sure that was edited to our liking and making sure the discs and the artwork was ready. Um, 
And honestly, there was no like, oh, let's wait till these people, you know, announce and then we'll announce it just kind of all worked out like that. Yeah, because, of course, there's been a lot of shifting and moving uh, by a lot of different competitors this uh, this offseason. Some were expected and some like yourself didn't really seem expected at all. In fact, I said just a few days ago, I think it was the same day, actually, that you announced that. I think if unless you were in the know and somehow had, you know, personal intel, I don't think most people would have made that guess. And then, of course, like 100 people came out of the woodwork and said, no, I totally called it. I knew it. I'm like, OK, well, then you're all smarter. <laughs> I did see a comment on your thing that was like worst secret of the year. And I was like, ah. yeah, I think there's some worst secrets. Uh. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, again, if once you were tipped off, I was like, OK, yeah, pe- some people knew whatever. But just to like, if you polled, that wasn't a guess. So back it up just a little and tell us about your history with DGA. Oh, yeah. So they were actually my first sponsor. Um, I played a, I guess it was an A tier, End of the Trail in Visalia Mm -hmm. um, as an amateur. And as I was checking in, I met the DGA crew, Shasta, KK, Trying to think who was all there. Uh, Keezy. And anyways, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Just kind of started. I remember like kind of finishing everything at Women's US that year. Um, and then I think when I got back, I had a box of DGA discs. And um, yeah. Did so you guys talk Keezy about... and I stayed friends even after I decided to play for Discraft. Okay. And... And then, you know, moving forward, just any tournament we were at when we saw each other. Um, and I think, you know, you guys may know, but Mike Wagner from Discraft and I are really good friends as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Scott and Mike are friends, so I would see them sometimes. And, yeah, we just always made sure to kind of sit down, catch up, have a good conversation. And so, yeah, now here we are. Yeah. Now, uh, even speaking to that sponsorship all those years ago, was that something that you actively asked about or was that this something like they saw you and like, hey, we need to sponsor this person immediately? Um, Are you talking back then or now? Back back then. <laughs> I mean, was that was that a, a thought of like, uh, I mean, were you looking for a sponsor even? I mean, weren't you an amateur, right? Yeah. And actually, I remember my bag was all Innova except for the buzz because I never enjoyed throwing the rock. Oh, okay. Yeah, you so me, I was kind of like... Both. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just always felt weird in my hand. But anyways, um, and I think I was thinking about putting the Mako in my bag mm. instead of the Buzz. I don't know. I was an mm. AM, so who knows if that even makes sense. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so um, there's always the number one question, I think, well, yeah, I'd say it's a pretty popular question for DGA players. Whenever you have a, uh, we'll say, a partner company, whether it's uh, Dynamic Disc and, and a West Side, or you know, for a while it was, of course, Discmania and Innova, or Millennium and Innova. DGA is all the discs are produced by Discraft. What is the relationship in terms of what disc you can throw or not, and if there's preferences, and how much how much thought have you put into all of that? Um, I still haven't even thought about throwing a, um, a disc craft disc at all. Um, I'm very happy with my lineup. Um, yeah, I honestly, I think 
even though they don't have, you know, hundreds of discs mm -hmm. or whatever other companies have, everything they've sent me, I'm like, wow, okay, okay. <laughs> and so um, I honestly haven't even thought twice about it. Like, um, I have seen that question a lot. Mm -hmm. And um, no, I would definitely say, you know, go out and throw some of their discs because yeah, like I said, I don't have a hole in my bag that I know of. I've even went out this last week and played some actual, like, uh, I played doubles last night um, at Conocito, um, ran by Jordan Castro over there. And that was kind of my first, you know, competitive round. And I didn't leave thinking, oh, my gosh, I need this and I need that. And um, But I think I also went into it just thinking, like, okay, even though I've had discs in my bag for, you know, eight-plus years, this is my new bag and I'm just going to, um, you know, make these work. And I, I honestly haven't even thought about it. To be when it, honest. when it comes to your discs and, and your style, I don't, I don't know. I clearly, I don't know. Cause I'm going to ask you, are you much, are you more of a like limited number of molds that are beat in? Like maybe you only carry four different molds and they're just different levels of beatness. Or are you kind of like, I always think of it like the Dave Felberg who has 27 different molds and each one has a, has a purpose and, uh, you know, in different weather conditions, how, how, how do you <laughs> approach building a bag like that? Um, I guess, you know, just, I think what I'm enjoying too is a lot of the discs are really friendly for my Heiser flip, um, shot. So like I'm able to get a mid in there that's understable and flipping up and late flipping for me and, things like that. But no, I just have, um, there's a couple molds, molds that I love that I have, you know, two or three in there. But other than that, just, um, I'm trying to think how many molds, one, two, three, four. I guess I'm more like more molds, less, you know what I mean? Like I don't have like four or five egg. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. more, more molds, uh, with more variety. So yeah. yeah. And maybe I'm still kind of figuring out, like, you know, what I'll really need. But, yeah, I feel like I have all my bases covered. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, and I, I asked the same question of everyone, and maybe you just kind of answered it, but I, I still have to ask, do you feel like you're ready and or do you need any additional adjustment period before the season starts? Or are you dialed in? You have your disc, you have your practice, and, and you're ready to go. I'm, I'm asking you, do you have any excuses or will you later? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, and I've already thought about that too. Like when I go out to Vegas – you know, like I played that course for years with Prodigy, but mm -hmm. I'll just step up and be like, okay, well, what disc in my bag? Well, you know, like think back to all the field work I did the last month. Like what flies like this in my bag, you know, from all the field work. And um, I think it'd be silly to make excuses. I, that would just be give me a reason if I played bad to start the season, you know? <laughs> I, I always think about um, when a player switches manufacturers not so much because they're all out there you guys everyone's out there practicing with their new plastic i think about that first rain round 
where it's like mm. nobody wants to go out and practice in the rain. You may you're 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 kind of uh, dedicated like that, but just thinking like, oh wow, maybe I haven't got this down, and and or I didn't think about this type of plastic for this situation. That's the those are the rounds that scare me the most, not those early season gorgeous Vegas rounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all that rain. Were you practicing in um, rain well, I, in Arizona? I played in the snow in Vegas. <laughs> That's true. true. That's and, very true. And Jonesboro, <laughs> yeah, I think that too. <laughs> yeah, uh, but you know, I don't change my plastic. I know a lot of people do, but I, mm. I don't. Okay. Uh, so I again, even Maybe though I'm, should, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not a big in the in the bag kind of person, but our our viewers usually are. So give us a super quick rundown. Like you just mentioned, four or five ish molds. What do you see yourself primarily throwing? Um, uh, SP Rift for sure. That's mm-hmm. my signature disc, but it's also, um. I mean, like, I threw it today on a hole that was like 360. Pretty hard, and it just flipped up and went dead straight. It's an unbelievable flight for me to see a mid-range do that. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was insane. It's, it flies so well. Um, so much glide. And then, um, let's see, what else am I liking? I'm rolling the sail. Okay. I've been out at Conocito practicing that. Um the Tempest will probably be my go-to distance driver. Okay. Well, it will be. Um, also loving the Rogue, the Pipeline. Uh, let's see what else. The Quake. Okay. Uh, overstable Mid. Um, I am, of course, loving the Breaker. I think I anyone was... <laughs> who knows DGA knows how well that flies. Mm-hmm. I was going to mm-hmm. ask that because that seems to be, you know, the one, not the one disc, but like, the primary disc people talk about when they talk about DGA, how much they love the breaker. Does your prototype disc have a name yet? Is it? Uh, not yet. Okay. Or maybe it does. Or I'm it does and you're not sharing it. <laughs> Come on, Kat, We need the goods. Give us the exclusive. Are, I mean, do we, do we want to get into a little bit about contract stuff? I mean, you have a signature disc now, a, a prototype disc, like a lot of other players are, are getting their kind of own line or anything like that. If you're not going to tell us the name, do you at least have a theme I, I, a lot of players have theme. we saw kevin jones he's got like the the uh the 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 dj kind of theme the reverb and other things do you have a theme that you're kind of leaning towards for your i'm assuming you're gonna get more discs we're gonna cross our fingers do you have a theme you're going <laughs> um, with? yeah so um you know it'll just fit in with all the other cool you know tropical storm names mm. like <laughs> hurricane and you know all those things um but that's all I'm going to tell you. <laughs> um, okay. Okay. Are you prepared for the I'll, Hurricane I Katrina comments? It's yeah. A, <laughs> it's a, you know, understable to straight fairway driver. Um, and I think I am so bad with this. This is kind of embarrassing because I've never, I haven't cared about this since I started playing, but I know people really do. Oh, give me those I flight numbers. I, I need them. Right. I know it's, <laughs> I know it's a speed seven. Okay. I think. Yeah. To um, say glide six, that sounds good to everybody. Okay, <laughs> turn fade. Yeah, see, I'm not even going to attempt the other two. But I turn negative like, one fades. Uh, sure, 12. whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, here's what I'll say. <laughs> if if you have any questions on how it flies, go out and watch Cat's video because she throws oh, it, yeah. and it, it's it made me want to go out and get some because <laughs> I'm watching you throw these hyzer flips, which I personally love as well because I like. I'm I'm yep. I'm bad at throwing flat or Anheuser. Everything I throw is Heiser flip, and I looked at them like, "Wow, I bet you that would go really nice in my bag." <laughs> yeah, but you don't throw yeah, like so her. That's the problem. No, I know. <laughs> we have a lower 
you know, a lower ceiling and, and you want to, that mid flight, you know, mm. like a mid range flight with the glide and the flip up. That's what I'll be using it for. Things okay, like Harry, that. We all know it's all about the disc. It has nothing to do with the players. It's <laughs> yeah. all about the disc. If yes. I get cats disc, if I buy 10 of them, <laughs> then you will throw better. I, I guarantee better. it. I absolutely, we guarantee it. Uh, <laughs> um, with regard to your contract, and that was a question that just came in off the board. Was it officially announced or determined? And I and I know I saw your video, but it, was it locked in for a certain amount of years right off the bat? Is it is it one year with the you know extension possibilities, or did you guys lock in on in in on any um, terms lengthwise? Um. Yeah, I sold my soul. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay. Um, as long as you got paid well. I mean, I, trust me, I've got blackmail stuff on Keezy, so don't worry. If you yeah. need to get out of a contract someday, do yeah, come to we us. got all you need. We've got photos. Uh. <laughs> um, four years, and, you know, we, um, you know, like I said in the video, Keezy and I, it was just, you know, like, putting numbers out there and, and focusing on that. That's not really my style. That's not his mm -hmm. style. And we immediately agreed that I think what's more important is like, you know, the relationships and, you know, I talked to Keezy almost every day, you know, he's like, how are you liking this? He even texts me, you know, today, how is the proto flight? And are you still loving it? Is everything okay? You know, like, <laughs> um, so he, he's bothering you. We hear you. We hear you. Wink, blink yeah. twice if it's too much. Uh, I'll, I'll message him right now. Back off, dude. <laughs> I was going to say, please give him some crap. <laughs> oh, we will. Don't no worry. Worries. We will. Uh, so obviously being taken care of. But what... then on top of that, honestly, the there was a couple conversations. You know, me and Keezy were kind of feeling things out. And, you know, there was something about um, a conversation that was like, talking about my work ethic and you know how competitive I am and how hard I work and how much I care and they're like we want you to just continue to focus on that and then we're going to tell the world and uh, like who you are off the course or you know the funny side of you or the you know I don't think a lot of people know I'm down for some smack talk or <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is funny because uh, you know? some you're a very serious competitor on the course. We all know that. And a lot of people yeah. don't don't know you off the course, but some people and some pros may not want that. Some some pros may say, leave my personal life personal. Others maybe just haven't had the opportunity to show their, their other side. Um, yeah. Would you like that? Would you like it if people knew you better off the course? Or do you prefer a more, we'll say, buttoned up on the course kind of feel? <laughs> um. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm okay with it. And, you know, like as long as it's all genuinely done, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't want to be like <laughs> forcing it or, you know, making it like some weird agenda, but it has been fun, you know? Um, and even Tyler Brickley and I did a video um, when we were uh, in, sorry, it's getting late, uh, Rock Hill <laughs> filming. Mm -hmm. And we did a little challenge and, he got me to relax in the front of the camera. Cause I don't think a lot of people know. I actually am very shy when it comes to making that kind of videos or like, uh, go like, I would never get on my Instagram and just go live and start talking to people. <laughs> that would be so weird. 
which is funny you say that because clearly uh, we have so many different personalities in disc golf and they're quite contrasting. Uh, like you said, to, yeah. to just go live, we think there's dozens of our of our top level competitors, your peers that are 100 percent good with that. That's almost an agenda or or something they're comfortable with. And it's just something like you right, said, you yeah. you couldn't see yourself really doing her new social media team will take care of that. And then that was my next question is uh, in working with someone like Tyler, clearly uh, very funny himself, but then also just so well-rounded and experienced in doing what he does. Do you, did you guys just talk about, um, again, maybe not necessarily calendar, but you're going to be working on things throughout that are going to help bring out your, um, your non-competitive side is, is pretty much what you're saying, right? With Tyler and whatnot. Yeah. Just giving me more opportunities, I guess. Um, they've, you know, they, like I said, they are super supportive of, you know, how hard I work and competing be my number one mm-hmm. priority. You know, I'm a athlete first and that's where I felt like the fact that that was a priority, you know, um, that they supported that being a priority was huge for me. And they're like, you know, if you're feeling comfortable, you want to do something, let's do something. If not, you want to keep your head down and keep focusing on working hard. You do that. We'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. So, so that, that perfectly ties together a very similar comment I heard recently from an, um, a fellow FPO player and the, the statement she made when we were talking about sponsorships and, and how these are all unfolding for everybody is she, she just blatantly said, am I, am I an athlete first or am I an entertainer and a social media person? And it, it, for as you just described, you want to keep that. You are an athlete first. You're a world champion first, and the social media maybe that follows is is totally secondary. Right, and is I, that- you know, I would like to maybe in a way um, share some more. You know, share like what I do to work hard, or mm-hmm. you know, nutrition or fitness or preparation or. Um, you know, maybe, like I said, if there's those opportunities and it works out, um, I would like to give back more on my social media. I, I follow a lot of people in the nutrition, fitness, health, um, who put out all this amazing information. And I'm so grateful for it. And then I'm, <laughs> as I'm radio silent, um, <laughs> I would love to find a way to do that, you know, share what's worked for me and, um, you know, whether that's, you know, like what I do the morning before a tournament or, you know, whatever. I then I have to ask, what did you have for dinner tonight? I didn't see uh, it on Instagram. I bet everyone in the world knows. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so not veering from the plan. All right. Do you know? Do you uh, know what? Uh, 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 some sort steak? Of, yeah, I was going to say some kind of uh, ribeye steak or something. No. Oh, is it? Yep. Is it a ribeye? Okay, I wasn't sure if it was a ribeye. It's a ribeye. Okay, okay. I mean, I'm not going to call you predictable, but fillets for breakfast. I don't oh, know. I got on a fillet kick, but I like. See, I like me a fillet personally. Okay. That's, yes. Okay. Big, but uh, so. <laughs> Um, I guess maybe, and, and I know I know which way you're going, and you just described it perfectly, what your plan is. How do you feel about the emphasis that is put on social media? Because, to be fair, you and I, we all know, you put your stats against a clone, 
uh, that has identical stats. One is super active on social media and one isn't. And this the super active one is probably going to garner a bigger contract, is is probably going to get some more things thrown at them. Um, do you feel that that's it? Yeah, I guess that should it be that way since you're you're worried about playing in a sporting event? Right. It's uh, I mean, so you're saying if someone with like all my accomplishments, same level of play, only on top of that, they also have. A really good social media. Yeah, or or I'd even go as far as saying someone with far less. I mean, you you certainly are one of the most accomplished women in our sport. But so take a player that doesn't have quite the accolades or the accomplishments, but it feels as if maybe their contracts are either bigger or more lucrative simply because then they have a larger social media presence and and maybe following. It, is is that upside down because you're competing in a sport, or is that just part of business these days? I was just gonna say. Do I think it's fair? Absolutely not. Do I think okay. it's how I view the world? No, but I'm also like logical and a realist and obviously sponsors see that as being huge. I mean, if someone's posting a video of their discs every day, that's views and that's money mm-hmm. in their pockets. So I can't yeah. I can't like hate on it, but it doesn't mean I have to agree with it either. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's just I think that's what has rang so loud through this offseason is that we're seeing um in hearing of various contracts that are are very much uh assembled and catered around someone's following or their presence or their you well, know think, and not necessarily just what they're doing. I was to say course. I think each contract seems like it's more and more uh focused on what the particular player is best at. You know, are do, do you not care about your social media? Do you have somebody else doing your social media? Are you are you or are you you know more focused on your social media and less focused on the on the course? I think it can balance out. I mean, it just and then there's some people right. that can do that, you know, that can do both relatively well. Yeah, and I think the discussion that I've had is like, you know, this year I don't to my knowledge I was at almost every press conference, maybe one or two that I wasn't at. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so there's technically social media you know being on a feature card or making the live card or post round interviews or the pdga or someone else sharing you know about a successful weekend i figure that's also in its own way still getting social media and let me just say from from a broadcaster perspective Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for always showing up to your spot. Thank you for being in agreement, And it makes our job so much easier. And we love you that much more for it. Uh, well, you know, I actually had the Disc Golf Pro Tour say that to me at the end of the year. And that and the PDGA people. And who was it? I think uh, another crew. And I was like, wait, do people, people not? They're like, some people just don't even show up. And so... As Mama Cat on tour, everyone else needs to get their butts on time. <laughs> there you go. We appreciate that. Yes, uh, it, take treating it like a job, like it. You know, you're a professional. You're a professional athlete. You're a professional spokesperson for at least one company, if not more. So you you yeah. treat it as such. And yeah, we've everyone very much appreciates I, that. I don't mind if the players don't want to do it. If it's not, if it's not, if it's that, if that's not their thing, fine. But don't say you're going to do it and then mm. bail at the end. That's all my, that's, that's all right. So we're going to backtrack. I I actually, now that you say that, I think I can think of five 
uh, instances right now where like the person in front of me didn't show up or they showed up five minutes late. So I was pushed back or Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So we very much appreciate that. Uh, And speaking of accolades, you again awarded player of the year. What, what does that mean to you? Someone who works so hard and as that shows that consistency, but to you, what does that mean? Yeah. And I was just going to, that's what I was going to say. It, (laughs) it shows that like, you know, I never had too much of a lull or too, mm-hmm. you know, too low of a part of the season that, you know, I would definitely say there's, you know, some tournaments out there where I got second by a stroke or two, and I would love to have those wins. But um, one thing I really told myself at the beginning of the year was like, you know, if the weekend doesn't go as planned, still get your butt up on Monday morning, get back in the gym, stay focused and start looking on the next week and not dwelling on the last week, like maybe take some notes, figure out what didn't work so well. And, you know, kind of keep trucking if you will. And so I feel like that's what, um, that's what that means. Player of the year is that from the beginning of the year to the end of the year, I was the most consistent player. Does your love or passion ever ever wean at all for the sport i mean you you grind hard as so many of our professionals do uh you also happen to be more successful than most so maybe that that's certainly in your favor but does your causation does equal correlation in yeah this case. does your passion though ever does it ever fade or dim or or anything you ever want to take a week off um, <laughs> not just a week but just I mean, in general I take a week off you know like if i go you know if we go to mexico i'm not bringing discs and sometimes I don't even work out. I just wake up and go straight to the pool or straight to the beach. Yeah, I and hear really you. have a vacation. <laughs> no, I was thinking um, more so like, do y- you ever get to an event and be like, ugh, I really don't want to do this. Like, just really. Um, and clearly you're going to, but just kind of, do, <laughs> do, you, do, you do you ever have that feeling? Or, or, is, or are you pretty much excited for most events? Um, I think I... Hmm. I would say maybe more like at the end of the round when it's not going well, where I'm like, okay, get me out of here. <laughs> I'm but done with this. <laughs> to yeah. start, no, I'm, I'm like nervous and excited and I want to win and, you know, shoot lights out. and, um, But no, I, I think it comes from like, to be honest, I'm thinking back to even when I bartended or, you know, had other jobs. Like I just always wanted to do my job to the best of my abilities, like work as hard as I could. Um you know, I didn't want to just be a bartender who kind of made some money. Like I wanted a full rail of regulars and like a good time with the game on and uh, make as much money as possible and having a good time doing it. So um, I feel like that's just what's coming out in disc golf is like, if I'm going to be out here on tour, I'm not going to, you know, half-ass it. I'm going to do everything I can to play to my best. And, um, you know, if you, when you wake up, <laughs> at five in the morning to go to the gym and then the weekend finally comes you don't do all that to just you know kind of not care or not play well it was great i had this picture in my head of cat in in the movie cocktail flipping you know <laughs> oh, mixed yeah. drinks right. and like flinging bottles <laughs> flinging <laughs> bottles around it was it's awesome <laughs> uh <laughs> um, there's actually a really funny tiktok guy who <laughs> makes fun of bartenders and he does it spot on and i love it i don't know his name but he did one of the nice mean bartender 
like where the service is really good, but they're kind of short and they're just like a tad bit rude. And <laughs> I'm like, that was me some Friday uh, nights. <laughs> I, I, I was just going to say, what kind of bartender? I mean, you just said the, the, the dedication and, and the heart you put into it. But how do you feel like you were with with the Clients? patrons? Yeah, with the patrons. <laughs> I actually worked with my friend Ari um, and uh, we just. Like I said, we'd have a, a rail full of regulars on a Friday night and, you know, be going back and forth with all our regulars. But we used to joke that uh, <laughs> she'd be like, they're not very nice. Can you go take care of them? <laughs> wow. If we didn't have, if someone sat down and they weren't very nice, I was sent over oh, to give them okay. what's called silent service. It's not bad service, but you're just a little, you make sure that you give them everything they need and want. But you just, they don't get the, the fun side of us. That's what we ah, would do. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, this maybe speaks a little bit to the tour, the grind. Uh, you've been around plenty long enough and on the tour at the highest level for the longest time. Is there a point where even the courses, as great as these tournaments are, and we know they're they're getting better, but... Do the courses and or the tournaments ever feel a little monotonous or, or dare I say, stale, which is no rip to any tournament because they're all great tournaments, but you're pretty much going to a lot of the same cities and a lot of the same courses year in and year out. Do you like it because they're good or, you know, you like if they were thrown in a tumbler and we saw, you know, 18 different courses next year, would you be okay with that? Yes. I would be fine with it. Okay. Um, no, I don't. Um, I'm getting to the point where, like, we get to town and I'm like, I'm not using my GPS. I know this town. I know this <laughs> yep. town. Or I know the city. <laughs> <laughs> like, locals will be like, yeah, you just go. And I'm like, oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a true sign you know, of, like yeah, of a pro. Yep. And I know what gas stations are at what and what food, you know, restaurants are at what. And there's what hotels are where and mm-hmm. um but um as far as courses go and and tournaments no i don't know i think was it elaine king who told me a long time ago i think i was like either upset with the wind or a wooded course or something she's like well you're gonna have to play in all different courses and all different conditions so you better just figure it out or something you know something along <laughs> the lines of like you don't if you're going to tour full time you don't get to choose what kind of courses you like or don't like cuz you're going to play all kinds of different ones in all different conditions. And well, that always stuck with me. So I've kind of just and I felt like maybe it's something a strength I have. I don't you know I try not to get involved in the whining of how the courses are. I'll say this. Um that is absolutely a consistent answer. And um, a consistency of yours, and very much, I feel like uh, the, the highest regard and compliment is you say that week in and week out. I don't really care. It's if it's righty friendly or lefty friendly or whatever somebody wants to deem it, or it's long or short or wooded or what, or the tee pads aren't great. You you always say I have to play on them just like everyone else does, and so yeah. you adapt and move on, and you're very consistent with that. And uh, there is something about just accepting it. And I think as much as we want to see things improve, yeah, you want to see things improve and and there's polite and professional ways to maybe voice your opinions at the right time and place. But at the end of the day, send an email. (laughs) Don't go to social media. Okay. Uh, Yeah. At the end of the day, (laughs) everybody's got to play it. (laughs) 
What? Um, uh, okay, I, I guess that goes hand in hand. You said it earlier. You're you're not one to take uh, grievances either to social media. Uh, some would say, um, well, hey, if we put this out in public, in front of people, that will help uh, force change and draw attention. Yay or nay? I don't know. Every time I've sent an email, which has been like four times, mm-hmm. but <laughs> I've got it. I've got the answers and the change that I needed by just having an adult conversation on the phone with the person who I needed to be in contact with. I guess. Okay. But I also that could be where, like, like I said, I'm not concerned about this where the signs are on a course or the. You know, my mindset is different. I'm more thinking like, okay, this is how the course is. So how am I going to attack it? <laughs> yeah. You're thinking T to pin, or, nothing else matters. T to pin is what I'm concerned right, about. Right, or like, <laughs> I don't care what time we tee or, you know, what, I don't know. I just am not think. I guess I'm just not thinking about all that stuff. Um, and what? there are things I care about in the sport, like, um, and I've, again, I've just expressed those through emails to the correct person and it's gone very, very well. And actually, um, Jeff Chiqua and Nate Heinold and I are closer friends because of it. I, mm. um, you know, remember there being something that I felt like they didn't see. And the only reason I wrote the emails because I know how much they care about their mm-hmm. event and I didn't want the whiners and the complainers to bring to social media this thing. So I brought it to their attention. And I feel like if you're doing that in a private way, they really respect that because at the end of the day, I don't think these TDs and volunteers are, um, you know, even, even the people who are being paid at the disc golf pro tour or the PDGA are doing things maliciously to be like, ha 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 slip on the T pad, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. We're still in this spot in the sport where we we have growing pains, and maybe I just have more empathy for that, and am trying to make sure that when I bring something to the, you know, a complaint or critique, that it's, you know, hey, I'm just trying to help the event, and and also making sure to tell them what they what did go well that week. Well, and, and I always feel that when someone takes something to social media like that, they are immediately taking the stance that they are correct. This is my stance. It's the right one. And, and there's yeah. almost no leeway with it because because of the way we treat social media as a platform, as, as a, uh, a, a, a soapbox. When you send an email, I think you're starting a conversation. You know, hey, you, right. you, are, you and, right. and there, there yeah. can be give and take that way as opposed to just standing up and saying, hey, guys, this is how it should be. Convince me otherwise. And usually there's too many yeah. voices at that uh, on social media to really make that a, a, a productive environment. And by all means, I don't necessarily think it's always the wrong idea to go to social media with things, but there, there are. No, I'm not saying that. I correct. just don't like to see like volunteers or TDs or tour directors or people who are working endless hours to make. And maybe it's too, because I used to play in national tours that had four to seven women. You know, mm. if we had two cards, it was amazing. Mm. And so I've <laughs> seen the growth and I know that there are people who put in hours behind the scenes, like hours and hours and i think like man (laughs) like do we need to 
be so upset that there's not bathrooms because actually if you would have asked they scheduled them to come during the practice week and then they just never showed up and so they had to use a different company who's bringing it the next day like there's normally a reasonable explanation if you take the time to address the right person i guess is what i'm saying but yes i can see where some things could be productive yeah, there's, there are reasons. There are platforms for it. Sure. Um, on, on a grand I guess scale. I also don't like to see those people be blasted because what I do see sometimes is someone shares that something at a tournament was bad and then, you know, everyone jumps in and it's just like, yeah, that's unacceptable and F that tournament. And it's like, no, 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 no. Let's, let's <laughs> not. Let's not go there. The piling on <laughs> sometimes happens. Yeah. I, I hate to see that. I think that's so sad. What... Uh, yeah. Again, I, I I lean into your longevity here. What what has been exciting for you? Is there anything that's really jumped out? You just mentioned the size and numbers, and and how many women are playing. But anything. What what has it been for you over the last decade or so that has that keeps you fueled with excitement about our sport. And it could be, I'd love to think of an FPO perspective or an FPO thing, but maybe it doesn't have to be. Maybe it's just generic. What, what have you, what have you seen in all these years? You have so much more experience than most people. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna say, I wasn't thinking of it from an FPO perspective so much as like, I was thinking more from a competitor as far as like, I think I am staying for so long because it's like one part of my game will get so good and then another part suffers. So then I got to go back and work on that. And then I got new shots I want to learn. And then, but also I, I don't know. I, I do think there is a challenge now and, um, you know, I, I don't want to say this like, but you know, it was kind of for a while, Paige and I and, and Sarah Holcomb, you mm-hmm. know, at the top. Yep. And now we're seeing, multiple winners or, you know, a lot more movement and closer, um, battles. And, um, so maybe it, maybe that's kind of what's driving me is like, and I almost, I think that's really what I'm thinking about is like, there's so many women who could win every weekend. So it's even more of a reason to like work harder, put my head down, only worry about my game, what I can control. And maybe I like that challenge, I guess. Uh, do you, Six-time player of the year, two-time world champ, hundreds of other wins. Do you have anything to prove to anyone right now? <laughs> no, I guess not. I mean, and you know, I even I think, you know, I I have to be honest. Like to start disc golf, I just, you know, I never did it to be like I just loved competing, and I so enjoyed like learning all the different ways to manipulate the Frisbee and, you know, especially when I learned a roller and all those different things. But, um, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if I had another world title after the end of this year (laughs) and to say I'm not working for that would be silly. Of course. I also, I also think, um, I just want to go out and, you know, um, enjoy the season honestly i know that's kind of weird to hear me say uh, well i I mean is there something about this season that you get to kind of bask in the world championship you're the world champion and you get to you get you get to be that for at least another what seven months 
Eight months. Well, you'll I'm, forever be it, but you'll well, now defend it. Defend, yeah. yeah, this, yeah right. the, 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 the reigning. Current, current, the current world champion go, for another yeah, yeah. seven months. Sorry, yes. You we, don't always, get, we don't take it away in, come September. <laughs> All right, well, it was, it was fun. You if had you two, now you have it, zero. You lose it. No. No. <laughs> so, I mean, is there is there something enjoyable about like walking onto the course and thinking, oh, that's cool, I'm the world champ? Two-time. <laughs> right. Um, yes, I mean, that's never going to get old, and I... If I watch the video of the end of the round, I that's maybe why I didn't want to do the rewatch. I didn't want to cry through it. <laughs> Come on. At least at least you're honest. I mean that's that's gotta be have <laughs> I you... get so emotional because there were so many, you know, things to overcome and so many hours of, of hard work and you know, really digging deep and taking that inner look of like, okay, so why am I not playing where I want to? What's the real problem, you know? It's something, like I said, I just another reason not to worry about all those other things I can't control. But, um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, yes, I will definitely enjoy that. But also, um, I don't know how to explain it. I'm just really excited to compete this year. No, that, I mean, that's that's awesome. You have a new sponsor. You got DGA behind you yeah. now, and you're you're the reigning world champion. I, I don't see a – I see no downsides at this point right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> do you with – and I guess maybe a little bit behind the do you have anything to prove question is also the follow-up is, you know, again, you're one of the most seasoned touring players. Uh, and as you said, competition is stiffer than ever. You're You're no longer the youngest player on the tour. Hey, now <laughs> Is, I'm, just, I'm just going to the facts. <laughs> okay, he's got Wikipedia up. He's just. Uh, I'm no at longer that, the thinnest so. reporter either. All right, so I'm just going with facts here. Um, so you're no longer the youngest player, and and that's what I I, I partially mean as well. In um, your skill sets are right there clearly. Um, that's why I say. You know, you see an Evelina, a Hannah, some of these players that are just coming up. We see, of course, the next generation, whether it's a Maria Oliva or a or Heather a Macy Valadez and a Heather Young. I mean, the clearly, uh, these are all your, you know, the next generation of contenders that are are trying to come knock you off your podium. So that's why I say, do you feel like, hey, this uh, this is still this is still cat's time? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think so. I think I, you know. I haven't slowed down. I'm not like just over here drinking <laughs> wine and watching Netflix every night. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and I also feel like, you know, um, I'm, I feel like I'm probably in better shape than when I played volleyball in college. Um, so I feel healthy, um, no injuries. Uh, so I would like to think that I will be right there with them. Yeah, I'm not um, doubting. Terry, I, I think there was, do you remember? Uh -oh. Let's see. It would have been either, I think it was 2020. Yeah. Actually, I feel like 2020 I was through. And probably so I had been through it. But I like went for a par five, I think, in two and got over, and I think I looked at you, I'm like, do you think these younger girls are like, oh, how does that old lady throw so far? <laughs> it was Evelina and Hannah on the card. Yeah, I... The, and that that's part of what I think about, you know, and I and I'll admit I just watched own uh, both own and Jen Allen, who are of ma master's age that's playing nice this weekend <laughs> in uh, at Maricopa. 
And it's it's so I think it's exciting and empowering to watch how dominant own can be on any given weekend. Obviously, Jen also incredibly talented and you and powerful and powerful. (laughs) And, you know, you know, nothing, you know, age clearly doesn't matter whatsoever when you're watching that. And then I think about all of your successes as well. And and just, uh, yeah, just defending, you know, so to speak, defending that those titles and. And the territory that you very much have created for yourself, and that's why you know I think you put it perfectly. Yeah. It do, I'm not I'm not thinking you're slowing down, but I guess I'm just thinking <laughs> no, about your you know, mentality. Well, with a four year contract, it doesn't sound like DGA thinks you're slowing down anytime soon <laughs> that either. Too. Um, I guess I'm thinking too, like, um, yeah, let the media talk about all the young girls, and I'll just sit back here and let them take all the pressure. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's that's a good and way to I'll look just at be it. Like, hey, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I'll, I'll kind of almost even rephrase uh, the question from before too to go more broad, more generic about the state of disc golf and what you're seeing in terms, not necessarily just from the FPO perspective, but where disc golf, where it was when you started, and where we are now. What's most exciting either that's either happened or you think is about to happen like just a very broad generic question about the state of disc golf what how do you feel about it um you know the first thing that comes to mind is i used to be able to go to like los olivos or vista when i first started playing and i would be here in the off season and i could throw as many drives as i wanted i could putt for as long as i wanted on each basket and i might not see another disc golfer and now it's like and I don't say this in a bad way, but there are some times where I've gone to Vista and for like six holes in a row, I've signed discs or taken pictures. And I'm like, <laughs> on top of like, we're waiting, you know, you're only yep. throwing one. It's only like polite, I should say, to throw one drive, one putt, and then just go wait. So that obviously more people are playing. Um, but I think, you know, I someone said this to me and I didn't really think of it like this, but Nope. Yeah, froze. Think about. Oh, say that. Say say that again. You just froze up real quick. Yeah, you froze for a second. Go ahead again. Oh, I was just saying, someone had mentioned to me how this world's was kind of the beginning beginning of a new disc golf era. Mm. You know, with the explosion that came from during COVID and after COVID, and um, you know, with the disc golf pro tour and um you know, the, all the live coverage and everything. So it's sometimes, and maybe that's, you know, not, not to bring this again, but that's why I don't, I'm not thinking of all these other problems that other people are because I have played an NT where it's four rounds Saturday and Sunday <laughs> shotgun start. <laughs> yep. Yep. Where you maybe barely had enough time to get lunch, let alone, you know, be upset that, Somebody wants an interview for 10 minutes before the tournament starts. But anyways. Well, I don't think you'll have to worry about uh, too many interviews before rounds this year. Because if I'm correct, you guys might be going back to morning rounds this year. So So I've been going after the gym to putt and practice and kind of just get out there at the not so fun temperatures. Because I did also hear that rumor. (laughs) Yeah, mm. um, nothing's confirmed, but that is where things yeah. are leaning. I heard so. Uh, d- does it? 
will it take you a while to adjust? I mean, we just had a <laughs> one year, one way, one year, another way, one year. W- will you start your routine? Like, you know, oh, guess what? Instead of going to the gym first thing in the morning, I'm going to get up and putt and then start to shift your gym time to the afternoon because you're a, a religious, no offense, gym rat. Like you, you, you yeah. and morning person. Yeah, yeah. and morning person. Um, normally, I just get up three hours before the round starts and just because um, what I did this last year was I would go to the gym early enough, like at least five hours before my round so I could be, I mean, I'm not like, like death lifting or cleaning like hundreds <laughs> of pounds or anything crazy. I'm just getting a run in and, and get moving and not just sitting around. But anyways, um, and then three hours before my round, I had a nice routine where I would eat and, you know, get ready and, and do whatever. But, um, but I also, you know, we did have morning rounds and Worlds was actually mm-hmm. morning-ish. Well, I think, mm-hmm. what, 10, 10.30, something like that. Um, uh, do, do you have a preference? I mean, I know you've made all these adjustments and I know you'll you'll show up when you need to show up. But if you if someone said, what is what is the perfect time for Katrina Allen to tee off? What what time would you say? Um. I would probably say morning, but you want to know that my favorite time to play disc golf is like as the sun's going down. Ah, okay. Best time in the world to play. Those are also uh, tough times to film live disc golf. Okay. (laughs) No, I'm with you. So that's not going to work? No, no, I'm fine with that. We just got to get more lights. I like... uh, Let's talk to Todd. I like like the sunset rounds myself. You know, give me those dusk... lights. That'll be an hour before dusk. That's perfect. Perfect. Uh, All right. So one of the other posts that I saw recently... Uh, okay. besides DGA, uh, sounds like you're, uh, you've also, uh, p- picked up a bag sponsor. Is that what I saw? Tell us a yeah. little bit about that. Um, yeah, they even added a bow to the squatch icon. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> you know, it was honestly a similar conversation with, um, Sean and, uh, Tony, just like, being like, hey, disc golf comes first, being an athlete comes first, you know, if you guys are okay with that and, you know, kind of like we were talking about, I I might even actually delete social media for like two weeks if there's like a grind or like worlds or something like that so I can just stay focused. And I kind of was like, are you guys okay with that? Um, obviously, the bag's going to be on coverage if I play well and, and things like that and um, – they said, yeah, we, we love it. We love the hard work. Uh, we want to support you, and we'd be honored to have you carry our bags. And, um, yeah, we got some fun stuff in the works that we'll be able to announce sometime soon. But um, I just felt like it aligned with DGA, and, and I just feel even more support now. And like I said, I love that I can just focus on being cat and, you know, feel supported on the course. Uh, clearly you're answering the, the what would be the question about bags versus carts because carts are becoming more popular what is it with you aligning with a bag sponsor you know whether it's squatch or anyone why bag versus cart uh, when we're seeing the you know the the popularity of carts increase that's so funny i don't even think about carts oh okay well that yeah i mean there are no carts that I are a sponsor of this program season, but i like <laughs> I uh-huh. feel like I would get frustrated with it on certain courses and like ah. 
roll it into a lake or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll just carry. Uh, just, I'll just put these under these discs under my arm. <laughs> or push it off a cliff. Like I'm not carrying you up this hill. I- <laughs> Speak, speaking okay. of speaking of on the core stuff, one one of the things you are most famous for is doing something during the downtime, sitting around. You've done uh, uh, crossword puzzles in the past, phone games. What what are you hooked on right now? What are we going to see you? You know, are you going to have your nose buried in a crossword puzzle book? Is it going to be in your phone? What's the game of choice right now for you to keep your mind off the golf? Yeah, it's crossword is always. In fact, even if like. I'm guilty of like we're waiting in the fairway on a par four for a long, you know, maybe they're trying to make a call or a lost this or something. And I'll just go straight to the crossword. Cause my mind's like, what is taking so long? <laughs> <laughs> I, I some, that is one thing that I wonder about me and disc golf is I am not the most patient person when it comes to like, when I clearly see that it should be going quicker, <laughs> you mm. know, like, like, uh, anyways, um, <laughs> how do you feel uh, about the 30 second roll? I, I was <laughs> eight seconds is plenty. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Perfect. So, okay. So, well, I don't think we're going to see a trim to that, but would you like to see 30 seconds, maybe a little bit more? I don't want to just say enforced, but uh, a little bit tighter around what 30 seconds really is. You know, I did. This is something I did actually talk to someone about because now we've introduced range finders mm-hmm. which is great mm-hmm. um for lots of reasons <laughs> unless you're already not a quick player it adds another step to their process you mm-hmm. know if they, which they, they can yeah. do just do it before it's your turn to throw yes, like it's such an easy fix well cat is throwing you stand somewhere near your frisbee. Yeah, do the math. Like that to me is such an easy fix. And yes, yeah. as a cameraman, and I get to watch how much time things take, just like you, Cat, probably, I then get very frustrated. I'm a big fan. Bushnell, I love you. Thanks for the support. But no, I agree. I do think there's a better way to be using, like you said, there is, you know. When. You when- Stand if, next to a tree, bush nail the basket. Then when you get to your lie, I don't, subtract how far you are from the tree. I don't know. I guess mm-hmm. I'm also a field player. I probably mm-hmm. you, or like I'm always in practice thinking like, okay, well that tree's on par four. So you're like, okay, if I get to that tree, I'm throwing a driver. If I don't get past that tree, I can't attack across the lake or the OB or mm-hmm. whatever. So. And maybe it's a that generational be- generational thing because I'm sure Terry and I and you are probably all the same way where it's like yeah. y- where you look at it and you say, all right, you know what? If I if I subtract, hey, look, from here, I'm I'm 330 from the basket, but my disc is up there 20 feet, about 30 feet up there. So I'm going to be you know, 300 from eh, if, does does the extra five to 10 feet you might be off really matter um it was for some people it you've, might you've got bigger problems I in guess. life if yeah. you can't if but, you I mean, can't uh, if but if <laughs> but if you grew up we'll say some of these younger players always knowing the exact distance and if you're good enough to be able to dial in that exact distance or close enough to that exact distance i can almost understand but i don't i still don't agree with it but i'll say it for cat hurry the f up people yeah all <laughs> right that's what cat's thinking i'll yeah. say it just because i can just put it a sign on you um somebody <laughs> asked on the board with, with you being a crossword puzzle person ha- have you jumped on the wordle bandwagon or are you are what you wordling Wor- wordle 
the the web the little all the green and yellow dots on social media you're seeing <laughs> or not seeing maybe. Okay. No. Nope. All right. Oh, no, uh, you got to get on it, Cat. Come on. I can't because <laughs> it's I don't once have a day. Any games on my phone except for the crossword, and I do the crossword actually as I go to bed. It's like New York Times crossword. Um, I do the USA Today first, and if I get through, sometimes I'll get through it, and not fall asleep. So then I will go to the New York Times, but. Yeah. I've got the New York Times ones on, and I like it because you've they've got the full seven days. They get harder, but then you've got these quick five question or you know, well, five by five puzzles for crossword. Yep. That those are the ones I like. That's just like the real quick ones. That's the one I'll do right before bed, and I, I tend yeah. to see how fast I can do it. Like ah, I got that one in like a minute and twelve seconds. Like oh, that was like oh, that's that's not good. Oh well, guess I'm gonna go to bed a loser tonight. <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, you are. Don't they? I heard it's really good for your mind to do before you go to bed. So. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Terry. Like I think for like Alzheimer's and things like that. That's right. I'm Terry. also not a doctor or a scientist. So <laughs> Nor are we. I'm, I'm yeah. drinking. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, I helped my daughter with her Wordle, my 10-year-old with her Wordle just before leaving today. So I, I could see you jumping on it because, yeah, they, they just release one a day. Is that it's how it one, works? It's one a day. It's a web page you go to, and it's just... It could it, take you two, a minute or two. It could take you five it's minutes. It's like a five... It, it Basically, real quick, five letters. It's one five-letter word. You guess a word. If if you have the letter in the right position, it's green. If you have the right letter in the wrong position, it's yellow. If you play the old game Mastermind, as uh, I want to say as a kid, but with all the little colored pegs, it's very similar. And then you have to rearrange words till you get the right word. So it's you'd love I it. I have heard of this. Yeah. I think someone showed me it. I haven't. I, I'm sure. I haven't done it, but okay. I was thinking it was like an app that were like I would get well, addicted, and instead of going to the gym, I would just be no, no. You can only play hours. it once a day, thankfully. And actually, I heard the New York Times just bought the just bought the application. So you probably, if you have the New York Times app or something, you'll see it in your thing shortly. I'm sure, but it'll okay, uh, cool. it's, it's it's a yeah, it, it's a quick hit for you. Very quick. I've okay. also been speaking of games. Someone tells me I'm not going to say who your social media director uh, says that uh, that you guys uh, played a little silly challenge video. Uh, and, uh, he, he, I'm going to bust you out his words. Uh, you, he said, you seemed a little nervous about it. Is, is this, did he have a chance to beat you? What was, uh, what was the apprehension? I mean, you can't get beat by Tyler. <laughs> I mean, don't spoil the outcome or anything. Um, but this is some of the, uh, some of the content you guys are able to put together and we could expect more of. Yeah, I think so. We, yeah, we definitely did do like a little challenge and. Tyler, Tyler. So there'll be some shenanigans in the middle of the game. And <laughs> perfect, perfect. Uh, uh, yeah, it uh, was good. Is there anything we'll say out of the ordinary? Something that somebody that would like raise an eyebrow that we'll see from you in 2022, whether it's uh, an event or a trip or a or a uh, or even a break from events or anything like that. Is there anything that would be seem out of the ordinary to a hardcore disc golf fanatic or fan? Um, oh, I don't, I don't think so. Okay. Mm, I'm trying to think. No. Okay. I mean that's that's the stock fair answer. I but I always want to ask. Uh, and what are you? Yeah. What is your tour uh, touring look like this year? S- same grind. Um, Twenty five no, events. Or maybe a few events? less like filler tournaments. Okay. Okay. 
Like if there's a lull in the tour where it's kind of like, hmm, there's two or three weeks where it's like, you could play this B tier or A tier on the way. Um, I got an apartment back in Sioux Falls, um, South Dakota. And so I'll be spending some more time there, being able okay. to hang out with my girlfriends and family and stuff like that. Um, and then I'll get to go back to Tut Hill with my DJ discs where I used to throw them and... <laughs> Uh, and what is touring touring look like for you you in austin this year uh is is that mainly camper rv is that trucks what 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 does that kind of look like for you without giving us every detail Um, what's your license plate (laughs) yeah i was trying to think of the car that the pdga rodman guy on social media put (laughs) i don't think i saw that one (laughs) oh like a a a fiesta or something like that no or is that a different post maybe i don't remember remember. but uh no well um for the most part we'll be in the truck and trailer like okay in the midwest um and the south but if we're on the west coast or the northeast we'll probably do hotels and just be in my car Okay. Um, I like the Texas swing will be in the truck and trailer and uh, Midwest and all those things. But uh, yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I mean, hey, it seems to be working for you. You keep racking up uh, event wins, world titles, player of the year. I mean, yeah. And uh, yeah, all of that seems to be paying off just fine for you. Is there anything else you want to share with the world here tonight? We appreciate your time and we know it's getting late for you and you've got a, an early gym time. But is there I know, anything? I kind of feel like <laughs> almost, yeah, weird. I've been up for so long. Um, like, kind of goofy, like you would get at a sleepovers when you're a little kid. A little delirious cat. Okay, okay. Mama cat, we let's, know. We're let's keep her on. Let's see how crazy it gets. Now. I was just going to say, yeah, now, now let's get to the real good stuff. No, uh, anything you want to share with the world, uh, shout outs, accolades, uh, thanks, sponsors, all of that. We'll give you a, a moment here for you to share all that. Um, no, I mean... I'd obviously, you know, I am really excited to play for DGA. Um, A lot of people have reached out to me about just welcoming me to the team or to the DGA community or do you need discs or all that stuff, and that's meant a lot. And then um, there's just been so many kind comments about my work ethic and how hard I work and, um, you know, nice things about, like, you know, you're a true athlete and things like that. And that means the world to me because I do put so much time into trying to be, you know, uh, complete athlete and show that to the disc golf world and um so that means the world to me um it keeps me going gets me up at five every morning um and then um my mom's my biggest fan so i doubt she's watching because she goes to bed earlier than i do (laughs) and (laughs) um i did i think tyler did say he was gonna watch so I should have probably been better behaved, but eh, nah, he's, he's out there. He's been on. I think he's under the DGA disc golf moniker tonight. Probably. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I, it's one of the, one of the things about getting bigger as a sport and, and doing more segmented broadcasts, the position I'm in, I used to be able to sit and watch the chat board. And it was one of my favorite things to see your mom come on and just, and just <laughs> glow about you. And I don't get to do that anymore. I can't watch the chat and do all the things we need to do anymore. So it kind of, it's kind of sad, but your mom has always, I mean, clearly been one of your biggest supporters. And I loved yeah. seeing her on the chat because now sometimes much like you, she was a lot of fun, but 
She put the she put her foot down when she needed to. <laughs> oh, she told me. <laughs> uh, this guy said you were fat in all the right places, and I said I was your mom, and he still didn't take it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we hate to laugh at those uh, those jerks, but yeah, that... we're, we're not laughing at them. We're laughing at mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, wow. no, we're laughing at mom. Um, and no, uh, and you know, um, of course. Um, Austin has been, you know, obviously he's my boyfriend. I love him, but also just a huge support through all of this, all the changes and all the, you know, um, he was right there with me for my world title and puts up with my crazy schedule and, uh, going Is Austin a morning and, guy? Is he, does he get uh, up with, is he getting up with you at five to go to the gym or, or, or is he, are you waking him up when you get home? Yes. We are opposites. <laughs> He could okay. like, I could get up at four in the morning and do my laundry and pay my bills and run errands and you know go gym do that practice, and I feel like he could do that at like midnight. Okay, <laughs> so, yeah, he's more on my schedule. Yeah. I, I know how that goes. Yeah. Well, Cat, uh, uh, no, and just thank you guys for having me. And always, um, yeah, I'm just like I said, I'm really excited about this season, and yeah, I'm just really grateful for all the support. Well, it is very much deserved that you get all the support that you do, and as you said, your work ethic, I don't, I don't feel like is matched by anyone else in our sport, and it's awesome to see, and then to see it pay off the way it does, um, should should be inspiring for so many more. It's it's awesome to see, and we're looking forward to another year, twenty twenty two. Uh, another year uh, of you out there being in the conversation every single weekend uh, and vying for a title. Uh, it's it's second nature to me because I've been watching this all of your career, uh, but it doesn't make it any less exciting. So uh, we're looking forward to another great year. And of course, thank you for joining us tonight. All right. Good night, everyone. Good all right. Night, have Kat. a good night, Kat. See guys. ya. Congrats. Thank you. Two times world champ six time player of the year katrina allen yeah, so she's reigning player of the year and reigning world champ one helps the other probably a little bit but yes uh enough yeah gives you, certainly gives you that bump certainly yes so uh awesome uh of course thank you to dga disc golf out there uh tyler and crew at wait I didn't see that super chat. Okay, no, I'm just waiting on that to come through. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. And uh, well, he's great logged to get in. Some... If Tyler's logged in as the DGA Disc Golf account, then super chat's galore. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> just company get at money. It. Just get at Scott it. Scott Kesey approved it. I just he texted did. him. Whatever that number goes up to. DGA. Yes, he I'm said just, he is totally good with it. Saying. Whatever your PDGA number is, you can just match <laughs> that. Match that for uh, and if he if he asks any questions and says, "Did I approve that?" Just you just have one word that you have to reply to him with. Flickas. 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 That's the only word. I'm going to leave it there. Just flickas is the only word you need. All right. That'll be our little secret and the rest of the world. So, again, thank you so much uh, to Kat for joining us. Um, other stuff we want to get into here in uh, in the regular show, Johnny. Do you get anything uh, to, to bring up? Well, thank you for the Super Chat DGA. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that. Um, <laughs> not a lot. I mean, there's obviously you're... you're it's been kind of the slow season. We're we're getting ready for the All Star event. We've seen some announcements as far as you know when drafting is going to be. It's that's going to be live on Thursday. Um, the actual event is going to be I think Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. Uh, the, 
there's always social media hubbub. I saw a big comment, and we had Madison on last week talking about her new sponsorship with MVP and what she had planned on doing, and she went ahead and did it. You know, she went to social media and said, "Hey guys, I'm I'm looking for these particular discs um, right now. MVP, you know, doesn't have what I'm looking for available because." You know, it's just not a, in stock. A global pandemic, labor shortages, mm-hmm. uh, most demand ever in a year that they don't have everything she's looking for. And I saw, you know, some people were giving flack to her, to MVP, to all these things. And we we kind of discussed it last week. I, I think it's uncalled for and unfounded in, in today's day, in, in today's yeah. environment that there was enough backlash or flack about it from a lot of different people that. It, it it was a little well, di- just short-sighted it was a little disheartening and short-sighted from some people because they're not thinking it feels like and, and again I, I don't want to get into a whole social media thing it feels like people just want to start trash just to start trash well and here here's some irony just moments ago katrina told us she said thank you it's been wel- welcoming and great so many people have reached out and asked if i need certain discs mm-hmm. So it's literally the exact same thing in that somebody's offering to help in case there's a hole or a void in what she's looking for. And so it's the same concept of, hey, we're welcoming you um, and you're new to some of this plastic and stuff. In case you don't have everything you want, here's something I can offer. It's really the exact same thing as Madison saying, hey, I'm new to this to this team Mm -hmm. and I may have a hole or two in something that's not easily available can somebody help out and, and possibly send me something and i'll catch you on the back end like it's just funny to me because cat just happened to say that minutes ago that oh, people said offered a, that a, a lot of players that have switched sponsors are yeah, and, are looking for and this, to be fair are, are looking for discs and to be fair we also often see look at a lot of our top players bags a lot of those discs get recycled you see people with like a big germ stamp on it that's being thrown and it's a prodigy disc being thrown by obviously someone on team prodigy uh and so on and so forth so my point is uh, heck just a few just a couple weeks ago at the shelly sharp (laughs) in the middle of the round austin hannum was handing off a few forces that was in your video in my video that's my point he was handing off a few forces over to adam hammis they're obviously not doing austin any good and hammis is always looking to pick up a couple more sweet forces like, this is so incredibly common anyway. So the fact that somebody or some people wanted to take that situation and then blow it into some massive negative that, is, that it's really not is, of course, as you said, disheartening. And just like I dealt with some some not so friendly D-bags on the Internet today, you, you just mm-hmm. put your hands, your head down and you think, man, why do you have to be so rude and so mean and you can't just move on, but people, they have to, you have to let it be known just how, um, how displeased you are, regardless of the situation. I get it. Everyone, it's the a, stock answer is it's the internet yeah, and it is it kind of, yeah, it's also anonymity and a bunch of faceless, uh, pricks half, uh, lots of times. But anyway, oh, oh. I'm not going to get into, oh, geez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. All right, I'm not gonna, I promise I'm not going to get worked up. Not going to get worked up. I'm not going. I know I had to hold you back when they were, when she was talking about the uh, Bushnell and timing and and things like that. I was thinking like, oh geez, this is a Terry. This is a Terry sweet spot right here. It's just get your range finding done. 
<laughs> JDX nine eleven says, "I'm fired up." I'm not. There's just a few. Simmer down, just a few Terry. Buttons that uh, occasionally get pressed. Uh, we did just for what for for overall. Uh, I don't know. I guess this isn't record keeping, but I did reach out to Adam Hammes. He said tonight was not good for him. He was super busy. I don't know if he's doing some wildlife. Washing, he's washing his hair. He, no, he's the, here's the weird part where I didn't quite believe him. He said he was ice fishing this uh, tonight. Oh. I mean, Terry, it is clearly cold enough out to ice fish. <laughs> Unless you're in Arizona. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, Adam, um, you didn't trick me with that one. <laughs> may, uh, hey, maybe he brings his own ice with him. <laughs> uh, no, but Adam, uh, in all seriousness, Adam did say tonight was just a super busy night, so he wasn't going to be able to join us. But on the FPO side, uh, I would have also extended a welcome to her. The problem is we just talked to her. Nothing's new with Jen, Jen Allen, Allen, except for she's winning again. So uh, I, I did not uh, offer to uh, bring in Jen Allen because literally just a couple of weeks ago we had her. But congratulations, of course, to her uh, for her victory this weekend over there in Maricopa. And maybe I, I did this in reverse order and spoiled it on you. But tomorrow... I will be releasing the final nine. <laughs> Spoiler the, alert. Exactly. Spoiler <laughs> alert five minutes ago. Uh, but seriously, uh, tomorrow I'll be releasing the final nine. A huge shout out. That is only uh, was captured because Curtis Van Slyke, after winning MA40, then picked up one of my extra cameras while I was out filming the MPO and he went and filmed the finals of the FPO. So only because of him and the rock star that he clearly is, uh, wins the tournament and then goes in and films. He got the final nine. I got it all edited together last night, did the commentary today, and you guys will see that tomorrow. So uh, you can watch how that concluded um, she didn't, she didn't have a, a Holland Hanley to try and get past this year, but she did have 12 other women in the field. What a nice field. So a very, very solid field out there in Maricopa. So, all right, uh, real quick, let's then just touch on Maricopa. I think I can just probably, oh, I got it up. What do you know? So I'll read some of the details. You do it, Terry. I'm going to um, sit and listen to if you. If you didn't already watch the coverage here comes some spoilers uh, uh adam hammis your champion ultimately shooting 12 down taking home 1200 dollars uh, a super solid performance and another fun video coming from this guy as well luke Sampson in second uh, aaron gossage had the hot round during the final day and uh catapulted himself up into third and then the beloved ab Anthony Barella finishing in fourth. So congratulations to those top four. And I'm sure a lot of people have seen the big eagle shot that Adam Hammes threw over the water. Um, the guy in purple knew right away. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> so if you haven't, go check that out on Terry's social media. There's a, a phenomenal shot by Adam. Yes, that's available for you guys. Uh, on the FPO side, as I just mentioned, Jen Allen, your champion, uh, playing some really solid golf out there. Uh, average, Wow. Real quick, thousand five, nine eighty, thousand. What is that? That's that's got to be like nine ninety something as an average. Holy Jen cow! Allen. Yeah, wow. What, I want to do the math on that. I'll quick. say what a turnaround Jen has had. Um, from what we saw her do in the same event last year, where she was having that uh, was two years, or, or that was Shelly Sharp, or Shelly Sharp, but similar time frame, similar time frame, two years or a year ago, where she was having some putting issues, and you could see the frustration in her, and her scores showed it. But she's clearly turned it around, and she is on. <laughs> well, honestly, it sounds crazy with scores like that. 
I'd be filling up my gas tank and getting ready to go on tour. Yeah, well, is, is if she, you catch her interview at the end of the tournament, you'll hear all about it. So I'm not going to spoil okay, it. Okay, well, got Terry <laughs> off off mic. Will you? She tell me? averaged nine ninety five on the weekend. So solid play by Jen Allen, uh, Callie McMorrin second, Owen Scoggins in third, Maria Oliva in fourth. And uh, then there was Age Protected and a bunch of other great people. Uh, Rex Rogers shot really well. Uh, I, I'm not going to read all the champions, but Rex did win in MP50 uh, by shooting really good golf as well uh, throughout the weekend. So uh, it, big thanks, uh, of course, Infinite Dis and the Dish Shack. You're, you're presenting and major sponsors, title sponsors there, but uh, Sam and Chuck. And then my <laughs> some of my favorite... I don't often stay with people, but when I do, it's with Hav and Amy Joe and uh, Grand, Grand Rapids transplants about 10 or 11 years ago and live down in Maricopa and every year uh, for the, the past five or six years now have put me up and <laughs> it's, there's usually some gatherings and festivities happening at their house. People come over, everybody's kind of recapping their day and their round. There's old Tear Bear just sitting in the kitchen table editing while everyone else is partying. And uh, and I wouldn't want it any other way. Well, I would love to socialize more, but um, just thank you guys so much uh, for for an awesome weekend. Pat, uh, Yuli's mom picked me up from the airport, and I say it all the time, and I'm going to repeat it for the hundredth time. Arizona Disc Golf treats me so incredibly well, and I'm so honored to come there and be part of events like the PLO, the Shelly Sharp, the Maricopa. Uh, in a couple of weeks, we'll have the Memorial. I just, I can't say it enough. I, I really do appreciate all of you guys. And I'll share a little bucket, tiny bucket list item Come now. on, Terry. Come on. This is a tiny one that I just thought of a few weeks ago because of my love for Arizona. Bucket disc golf. list idea? Uh, bucket list is maybe a strong. Um, but I did put it on the list. I want, I want to run a tournament in Arizona. And I'd get some help from all the, you know, from some of the people I'm sure I just mentioned. But uh, what yeah. city? I don't know yet. I don't know if it'd be a course I'm very familiar with, like all those I just named, or if it would be a new place that I haven't either. Go like Tucson or, or I haven't you know, been Phoenix. to Tucson. Um, I, obviously, we were in Flagstaff for the 03 and the 05 Worlds. They got Pro Masters Worlds there next year. I don't know where it would be, but or the format. But I, I think I'd like to run a tournament there, and I'd probably. Lean on a few people for a little bit of help, and uh, I think it'd be fun. I like running tournaments, and it seems like a good place to do it. That's right. Okay. So I'm going to just force myself on you guys even more. <laughs> I mean, sorry, Arizona Knights. <laughs> if, uh, let me, he, he's already been run out of Pennsylvania. <laughs> yes, I've run Illinois, there. Yeah, yeah, run Wisconsin. There. Yeah. Uh, the border, never, Minnesota? I don't know if never I Never Minnesota. Them. I don't think never Michigan, but. Yeah, either way. I'm yeah. just saying, we've we've run him out of a few states, and now he's got to go to Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> One way or another. Um, but anyway, thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, great event, and uh, appreciate all of you guys. All right. I think that is uh, it on this last weekend, upcoming weekend. Not as much going on. I already lamented about not being um, in thailand correct the and only thing you mentioned go ahead no no i was gonna say the only thing going really going on this weekend uh there's an am a tier in georgia uh the zanfield premier tour the international dg center by innova but other than that there's a you know b tier the wintertime open uh am weekend over in pasadena so but but it, this is kind of a i'll say the quiet before the storm of yeah, just, disc golf starts yeah 
um, Jackie Chen is uh, coming over from Taiwan, and he'll be out there in the event in uh, at La Mirada this weekend. And I know some people had their eyes on that to see uh, him come and compete. Of course, that man. Was, I hope someone's recording that. Is uh, anyone recording that? Uh, I don't like believe Central Coast so. or anybody. There was a talk about me. Trying Bobby to get Music out there. back on. Wow, that guy. Well, he lives across. He lives I, across. I understand the park, that, but he but, still has been vanished. Bobby Music is one of the guys. You know that that everybody kind of had a, a huge prediction for that he was gonna when he was gonna go on a tour and then he kind of stepped back away from the tour. So I'm really excited. Uh, we got Brian Vaggi, Bradley Williams, Jackie Chen, uh, Chris Pinegar, Clint Calvin. Uh, amazing. Um, yeah, gosh, yeah. I really hope someone films that. Somebody film that for me. I'll watch that. I don't watch much golf. It's we're, but we're getting closer to the season, so I'm gonna start watching a little bit. Looking forward to it, and uh, unfortunately, uh, what we're seeing is this little lull that's going to take place right after the All-Star Weekend because uh, that's when Disc Golf Con was originally scheduled. That's been uh, officially postponed until uh, what we presume to be next year. So, uh, And then, of course, we kick right into Las Vegas, and, well, then the madness you know, ensues from there. Mm. So. All-Star Weekend coming up next weekend. And uh, next week, I'm going to give you a little tease. Um, A woman who has more world titles than Katrina, even? Uh, There's, I I know of about four of them. Okay. Well, uh, this woman is uh, also recently signed with a new sponsor. We announced that and had that as part of our... That limits it to one. (laughs) That also, uh, uh, yeah, she has transitioned over to a new sponsor. And so, of course, I'm talking about Des Redding. She is officially penciled in to join us next week. She's got some exciting new news. I can't break any more of it, but she's going to have some exciting stuff for us. Flavor uh, so discs. She'll be one of our uh, guests like next Like mint week. discs that taste I mean, like mint. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Yeah. If you can't lick your discs between throws, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to say anything at all. I was very careful about that. <laughs> anyway. All right. Cool. So uh, look for Des Redding uh, as one of our guests next week. Okay, I, I think that's about all we have for a regular show. Unless you've got any other uh, topics of concern that are, I don't want to say important enough, that are uh, no. uh, relevant enough for. Uh, all, I guess all I'll say now before we end the primary show is, if you're interested in Skip Ace, by all means, please reach out. The only hurdle that we've had has been international billing. Um, mm. So for credit cards and such, we. My the, Swiss bank account. Yeah, your Swiss bank account is not going to work. Uh, <laughs> Canadian and uh, European. It's funny when you go to a credit card company and you say, hey, um, I want to you know, use your service. Authorize.net is the one we use for. And they're like, cool, what's your business? And you're like, fantasy sports. They immediately. <laughs> that goes real well. They immediately take two steps back and go, whoa, um, what do you mean by that? And you're like, well, we do this and this. And they're like, okay. We'll approve you, but be very careful because you're you're walking a very thin line. So uh, they did not allow international uh, credit card transactions. We are working on that, and we hope to get it set up soon. But for now, if uh, if you're having an issue and you're someone in Canada, which we've done kind of on the side, just PayPal me, reach out to me. We can we can get it worked out. But it's been a very 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 good reception. I'm really excited. I've actually listened to some new podcasts that I hadn't listened to before because they were running uh, skip base leagues and they were talking about drafts. Last night, I got together with Dixon Jowers, uh, Robert McCall, uh, Nas Nas. 
sorry, Naz and Jad from Hitting the Line, um, Evan from Stat Mando, Darren LeMay from Ultra World, and we did a mock draft uh, with the six of us. And that's going to be, I just finished rendering it tonight, and that's going to go out probably as an audio podcast on Smashbox as like kind of a bonus thing. And there'll be a video out on the Skip Ace uh, YouTubes. So if you want to kind of listen, let me tell you this. If you want to listen to six nerdy disc golfers, <laughs> one by Pass. one, one by one, talk Pass. about disc golfers and why they think one is better than another, by all means, please tune in. Wow. And yeah, if if you love fantasy, that's all I can say. It's I want to say thank you to everybody who has signed up and, and registered and playing. It is it's getting a, a much I don't say better, but it, it it is getting such a good reception and I can't thank everybody enough. It's it's really exciting to see this grow the way it is. So I it's nothing but love for everybody out there. And if you need anything, please just be like everybody else and just ping me. <laughs> just message me. I will get back to you. Really, I've got nothing better to do during the day. Yeah, I bet. Just you and the fantasies. Just me and the fantasy. All day long. Yep. Tell Clicking me what's button. your fantasy. <laughs> Woo! Simmer down, ludicrous. <laughs> All right. Well, let's close out the regular show. Of course, in the after show, uh, maybe one of the most exciting parts. Ooh, got to get this shout out in. Uh, True Flight Collective. Uh, I did talk to them and uh, hung out a little bit this weekend doing some commentary what and whatnot. What is True Flight Collective? I don't uh, think I know. Yeah, they are a great group that uh, said, hey, we'd like to uh, support a little bit of what you got going on. Uh, this weekend, of course, as I mentioned, uh, brought to you by the Dish Shack along with Infinite uh, Dis and True Flight uh, was working with myself and Nick Newton, who... Uh, join me on commentary for the first two rounds and we got a couple of different discs and our winner tonight i i'm i'm giving some of these away on the disc golf guy um video blogs but also i decided to bring one of them to our smashies tonight so our winner tonight will have their choice of one of two different discs that are coming in uh from true flight collective so i want to give a big shout out to garrett and uh along with nick newton the whole crew over the over there i really uh, like the way this plastic feels yeah it does feel it's nice, nice and tacky yes it feels good uh looks like we've got a pig and the other option is a uh looks like some sort of rock yeah, no it's an well or, it's a, it says a mx3500 so oh. a little uh, prodigy action ah, for you. oh that's a prodigy one okay right. so, i don't know anyway, prodigy as well we'll give you guys some options uh for who our winner is tonight so Guys, we're going to close it out. We got to thank you for joining us. Stick around the after show. We talk about random things. Sometimes it's disc golf related. Sometimes it's not. I watched a few things. Maybe I could talk oh, about that. Oh, let's talk about I, Terry's. I watched just a couple of things. Let's talk that about I can share Terry's with the world. watching habits. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not all of my watching habits, just, just some of them on a plane. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Southwest. Uh, we got to thank, I've of course, watch our, things on planes, so our two-time know. world champ, Katrina Allen. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thanks for giving us some insight and backstory and your plans here for 2022. Best of luck with your new sponsor in DGA. For Johnny V and myself, Terry Miller, the Disc Golf Guy, that's been Podcast 388. We're going to stand down for just a few moments, but then come on back for the after show. We'll see you then when you step inside the Smashbox. Thank you to our $2 and above patrons. Your name is listed below in the credits. If you are interested in being listed as a producer in the Smashbox TV credits and supporting this and other fine podcasts, please visit patreon.com slash smashbox TV. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.